is the Cliffo and Bronte podcast. Happy weekend eve, everyone. Or is, is Thursday this weekend is eve, do you think? a great chat. Yes, I think the weekend starts from On Friday. Friday Thursday does. night is the last night of the regular working week. Because Sunday night, like, I don't know about you, but sometimes I get the Sunday blues. A hundred percent Sunday sads. The Sunday sads. Yeah, mate. Just, Yeah, it's all coming to, like, the, you're the most jovial on Friday, Saturday. Oh, God, yeah. And then Sunday, I don't know, for us, it's the groceries, it's the housework, then it's like, oh, God, I gotta drag my ass into. My, I mean, I mean, we love. I love my a job. job. You, if yes. the bosses are listening, love it. Best job ever. But that's why I think the weekend should start, and you should start feeling it from Friday. All right. Well, right welcome now. to the weekend, guys. Hey, guys. And a big podcast and a big name on the show today. Jessica Watson. Yes. is joining us on the pod. Yes, she was uh, one of my original like OG role models. I'm going to say because really? she was around the same age as me when she sailed around the world. I don't solo. know if she want to be put in that bus. <laughs> What, her, Harry Styles no, and Zac Efron? Yeah, you don't, don't think know. they're similar? I think she'd look at you and go, hmm, maybe I could have done better as a role model. Oh, everyone thinks that. Uh, also, for the first time, we did a new thing called Producer Alicia's Maths in a Minute. Yep, I love she this. breaks down Married at First Sight but has to do it in 60 seconds. Because that's really all the amount of time you should be giving maths, I feel like. Can't disagree. <laughs> uh, it's coming up, the Cliff Arm Bronte podcast. 30 and flirty and Bronte's 30 before 30. We had a big old list to get through over the last two and a half weeks. And yesterday, one of the items was pottery. And it was... Have you done it before? Oh, you were saying you did it at school. I did it in high school, but not... The proper pottery with the wheel. Yeah. And what's the Patrick Suarze? Yeah. Is it ghost? Ghost. Yes. Yeah, but we didn't have the wheel or anything, okay. so we just sit at the art desk and Smack some mold clay. it into a coffee mug. Stunning. Well, I had Bailey at uh, NQ Potters, and she um, taught me that Patrick Swayze actually had a very bad technique in Ghost. And he was ruining the amazing artwork that Demi yeah. Moore was creating. So. When it came to finding love with Demi Moore, <laughs> he was very smooth in that department, if I recall. She was. Okay, so I had never obviously done pottery. It's something I wanted to do before I turned 30. And it was tougher than I thought. I um, am not very... I don't have a lot of grip strength and pottery re- requires a lot of strength through your hands. But Bailey was an incredible teacher. Um, I never thought about that before. Yes, I didn't either. And it was um, quite surprising how tough it was. But I can see why pottery has had such a resurgence since um, COVID. She said that the, they're pretty booked out for a little while. They've got a pottery shop and you can buy some of the, the incredible artwork. But it is so... It just completely takes you out of everything else that might be going on. And yesterday was a particularly spirally day for me. And yeah, that existential crisis, the whole turn of 30 bit. thing. Yeah. There's a lot going on. It'd be a bit like meditation, wouldn't it? It you'd be was. Breathing and just focusing on one singular thing. Yeah, and you're using your hands. It feels really like organic and getting down to like, yeah, just some really good hard work. And um, I loved it. I wasn't mm. very good at it, but I loved yeah. it. I put a uh, photo up on our Cliff on Bronte Instagram page. I did a cup, I did a mug, and I did a bowl. One of them was meant to be a vase phase, but it didn't happen. No, that's, well, that's the fine. good thing about uh, <laughs> pottery. If it's exactly. not quite a vase, it's a bowl. If it's not quite a bowl, it's a mug. Yep, and if it's not anything, it's just, just a nice... <laughs> Pretty a, glazed thing. What is it? It's a thing. It's a it's a paperweight. Use your imagination. It's a paperweight. <laughs> <laughs>
Producer Alicia's Maps in a Minute. Maths is back on Channel 9, premiered Monday night this week. Sunday and night. Sunday no, no, Sunday was tennis, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, so Monday. Monday. And uh, I haven't been watching it. Mm. You haven't been watching it. I will. I think I will get more into it. It's just been too busy this week. So we've tasked producer Alicia with giving us a bit of a rundown of the series mm-hmm. so far. But, you know, time is money. So That's let's right. hear it in under a minute. I mean, any, I think anything mass. Yeah. It's, it's contrived drama. Exactly. It can be done in 60 seconds. I think so. Um, or can it? I mean, you're we'll probably see. the person that... Answer the question. Was it tough to condense down? Or it it was a little bit tough. I had to cut out a few weddings. Go. We don't care about that. Cut yeah, them. Cut great. Them. That's don't fine. Care about that. Wow. Cut them. <laughs> I like the callous. You could edit the show. Yeah, I should. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the first ever. Yeah, I'm going to do this every week. The first ever producer Alicia maths in a minute, sixty seconds on the clock. You ready? Yep. Your time starts now. Episode one, Lyndall and Cameron, we love this couple. Lyndall has cystic fibrosis, but Cameron repeats the same three words, I got you, and has us all swooning. Harrison and Bronte, Harrison loves the way he looks and spritzes himself with 20 sprays of aftershave before dissolving into a coughing fit. Friend of Bride says she knows the groom from the outside of the experiment and he has a 20-year-old girlfriend. (gasps) Episode two, Sandy and Dan get married. She's a very strong woman standing up against her Indian culture and background, but her parents didn't attend the wedding. Now for Claire and Jesse. Jesse has two double-sided sheets of paper branded his ick list, including, in his words, star sign chicks. Enter Claire, a star sign chick. Episode three, Janelle and Adam get married. She's an Instagram influencer who's concerned that Adam doesn't have a real job. He's a crypto dude. Episode four, um, American ex-Mormon Alyssa marries Duncan. Bronte and Harrison consummate their marriage, but it seems to have killed their spark. And Jesse gets an honesty box question about annoying traits, which results in Claire packing her bags and leaving the honeymoon early. Oh, but she's done it with time to speak! <laughs> wow! About eight seconds left on the clock. Well, did you get everything though? It was very fast. I think I did. Like, I, I do have a couple of questions. Sure, sure, sure. So the guy with Harrison was it with the girlfriend on the outside? Yes. But then still consummated the marriage. Yeah, yeah. Killed, and, so, and, a, and, so hold on, that's what killed the spark. Yeah, apparently. the whole having a girlfriend thing didn't kill the spark. <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh! There was still an attraction there until until they consummated, and then after that, he said, "I'm no longer attracted to you." Oh. Apparently, it was a very awkward night, according to Bronte. Not you, Bronte. Oh, we've you're all, the Bronte we've on all had those before, haven't we? <laughs> yeah. Particularly people named Bronte. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. Imagine how. That would that bit's awful to play out on TV. But do we know if he has a girlfriend or not? Um, it has not been confirmed yet. He has sort of said, Oh, she got the wrong idea and you know, that was before I came yeah. in here and she It will be yeah. in about five weeks' time when yeah. they wheel her in. Yeah. <laughs> Bring her much. in, guys. Pretty much. Well done, Leash. Thank that you. Good, Leash. That's as much about maths as I want to know. Yeah. I mean Bronte's <laughs> didn't really come out on top there, but that's when, when do they? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Alpha Bucks is back on Monday. We'll play after the weekend, Monday morning after 8 a.m. It'll be worth the regular 1000 bucks cash. Yeah, starting the week, Monday, obviously, and starting with the clue, first letter of the alphabet, because the clue is Adele. I have the sheet, you can see this now, behind me. Yes. And I just sort of looked in my peripherals, mm-hmm. and I'm really glad you read it properly because just in my peripherals I read Adelaide. <laughs> I mean, close. I saw an A, a D, and an E. Yes, exactly. And I just went, Adelaide. Yeah, 
And I wouldn't be surprised because producer Alicia loves Adelaide. Adelaide, that's right. She could have chosen she would, that. She would pick that as a clue. Maybe that will be another answer. We might have just given Ooh. you two clues. Well, look, Ad- let's not say that. Ad- okay. Adele is the official <laughs> free answer. And A is your letter for Monday's Alpha Bucks on here. Uh, we've been back on the air for about two and a half weeks. We've mm-hmm. been back at work for about three weeks. Correct. And right up to us coming back, I was on a little cruise with the family. Lovely. Yeah, our Christmas holiday was very, very late this year. We literally, my wife and I, we uh, we got back. Mm-hmm. We had one day, I think, then we were back at work. Yes. But, you know, cruise ships don't go to your schedule. You go to theirs. Um, and it's it's taken me three weeks to bring this up. To be honest, there was probably a bit of resentment. Okay. It was sort of bubbling away. But there's something... That happened uh-huh. on this P&O cruise ship. Okay. It was out of Brisbane every day. Yeah. Not really. <laughs> nah, I'm all right. I'll live. <laughs> there, was, there, was, there was an annoyance every single day. And, you know, when you're on a, a cruise, yeah. you don't want a little thorn in your side. Life should be easy and good and cruisy. That's what you're paying for, right? Exactly. <laughs> the, the issue I want to raise is the reserving of sun lounges... With towels. My God. Look, we've tackled some big, big issues on this show. Yeah. But this might be the most contentious. This might be the cherry on the top of the serious Sunday. Oh, my God. I have some thoughts, but please continue. Well, okay. I'm just going to tell you what happened, and then you give me your two cents. Absolutely. So there was a process. There was a faction of people on Mm. the cruise ship who would... At breakfast time, sometimes even, I guess, before breakfast, they would head out. They would reserve the premium sun lounges with towels. We suspect some of them even had props (laughs) along the lines of, like, an old hat, an old pair of sunnies, maybe an old, like, calico beach bag or something. Yeah, just anything. Just anything. It wouldn't matter if they lost it. Don't care if they lose it. Um, But they would put this stuff around the premium sun lounges near the bar, just the right amount of sun, maybe a little shade. Yeah, You know what I mean? You, yep. There was the prime over. real estate, right? Totally. And but, but towels were the main prop used there. But we believe that sun lounges on the daily, we don't believe, we know, we witnessed it. <laughs> sun lounges on the daily were being reserved with towels. Crazy. Absolutely now, crazy. I, I, I say no to the practice. 100%. <sighs> Okay. Yeah, no, it's a big no That's from the me. the world's shortest argument and probably the first time we've been on the same page. This is an absolute no-no for me. I, I've done, like, it has. I've seen it happen not just at cruises but, like, resorts and things. People will get up. I've seen TikTok videos before the sun is up yeah. to go and yeah. take down their towels and things and reserve Ones well, around the pool. My mum, because mum, my mum and dad were on the cruise as yeah. well too. We had a whole group, and mum was just like, just, just rip it off. Yeah, just take the towel off. And I didn't have the guts to do that. It's nerve wracking, isn't it? But, but yeah, that, that was mum's whole thing. But producer Alicia's waving her hands around like a mad woman. Yeah. Uh, where do you sit on this leash? It is absolutely fine to Whoa. do that. Oh, that is disgusting. I do, although I do feel like it's a very British trait. But that, in my family, that's my job. I get up at 6am, crack a dawn, go down, reserve the sun lounges, and then go for breakfast on my own. Then... Uh, and go back out to some guy. What? All the other that's, and that's completely... Like, you think that is a British thing. Maybe there's a cultural divide there. Oh, my God. I can't believe we have a sun 
lounge thief. Um, Thank you. Reserver in our I'm midst. very proud of my sun lounging taking ability. Have you ever like come down and people are on the sun lounges and you have to be like, I put my stuff there? Never. Really? They never take it. What the? So heck? what? My mum said that whole just move their stuff or whatever. That would never happen in the UK. I have never witnessed it myself. Oh my giddy odd! Look, thirteen ten sixty. Where do we sit on this one? Yeah, maybe we're the minority. Are you allowed to reserve a sun lounge with a towel? Is it okay to reserve a sun lounge with a towel? Mm. And like, is it reserved? Like, is it? Can yeah. I just like is mum right? This is the business. And leash wrong. Can yeah. you just remove it and I feel like this is the business fine chat all over again. Can a private citizen yes. enforce their own law or rule against another private citizen by saying, just because I'm putting my towel on this chair, it's yeah. mine? Look, 131060, Sherry, where do you sit on this? Is it okay to reserve a sun lounge with a towel? Firstly, happy birthday, Bronte. Oh, um, I'm not overly oppressed to the idea of reserving some benches for yourself. What okay. really irks me is when they reserve for their whole family, including all the children, uh, that you know will never use that chair in the day. And all day, all you hear is them screaming for their kid to get out of the pool to get some sunscreen on while they've got four chairs beside them, completely empty, but reserved. I think that is a fair yeah. argument, maybe. <laughs> Look, and I think you're right, Sherry. Like, if it was a, a handful of people yeah. reserving one sun lounge yes. for themselves, yep. okay, we'll get over it. It's mm. probably not worth exactly. the amount of airtime we've given it. <laughs> but if it's, the, like, all the, the clowns, fam. the whole family, yeah. it's a whole other thing. You're totally right. No, that is a good point. Um, Annabelle on 131060, is it okay to reserve a sun lounge with a towel? Um, I think yes. <gasps> Just, okay. And where do you sit with our last caller? Yeah. Can you reserve multiple sun lounges or is it a one sun lounge limit? I mean, I think one because, like, my mum would only sit in it and my brother and I would just probably put our bags there and that's it. Okay. There you go. All right. See, that maybe we're reaching a compromise, which is big for us. Sounds young too, <laughs> so we're breeding that into the younger generations, which I don't know is sort of where we want to be as a society. <laughs> Uh, Steve, where do you sit on this? Is it okay to reserve a sun lounge with a towel? Uh, definitely no on that, mate. Uh, sorry about that. And happy birthday, Bronte. <laughs> forget, it, forget, forget about the birthday, guys. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, we, were, we were in Spain recently and uh, we went to Alicante and we were at a resort there and uh, we went down to the pool one morning about 7 o'clock and this English family from your producer mm-hmm. uh, yeah. was... Uh, there and uh, they had just about 20 people and they reserved most of the sun decks and there's about three or four and they, they were in the pool and they were walking up and getting drinks and I was sitting at other tables in the shade and they'd come back and I was just, I wasn't very, wasn't very happy. Was one, wasn't of the, one of the kids called Alicia? Yeah, was she about five foot tall with See? blonde hair Interesting. and a Long Island iced tea in her hand? That's Leash. <laughs> Need to ask you some questions. Dale couldn't yesterday, so it's up to two hundred dollars cash before the weekend. And yeah. Tom, if you win it, you're taking the wife out for a nice dinner, mate. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. That's a Get very back in the good nice. book. Who'd want to deny Tom of that, Bronte? Why are you in the bad books, Tom? What did you do? Oh no, I'm a husband. I'm always in the bad <laughs> <Yeah>. books. <laughs> the doghouse is like 
permanently home. Fair, all right. Price, guys. Good to know. While well, I'm on that and keeping women happy, happy birthday, Bronte. Oh, Tom. Good job. That's very kind. I'm still going to destroy you. She, and she was going <laughs> to bitch about you if you didn't say that after oh, the game. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I would never. Yeah, she, the headphones had come off after the game. And she'd be like, <laughs> that's Tom. Tom. Exactly. Not acknowledging my birthday. No, my wife's 30 this year too, so yeah. Oh, happy oh, birthday congrats. to Tom's wife. Um, don't do 30 yeah. before 30. It's, no, don't do it's it. too much, mate. <laughs> it's a lot of effort. It is. All right, bye. Bye. Bronte's into the soundproof booth now, and I'm going to rack up 30 seconds on the clock. Tom, you good to go? I'm ready. 200 bucks on the line. Good luck. On a film set, what is the name of the long pole that has a microphone on the end of it? A boom. What story features Tiny Tim and Ebenezer Scrooge? Uh, Christmas Carol. What currency is used in Japan? Yen. True or false, your appendix is on the right side of your body. True. The Disney film Tangled tells the story of which long-haired fairy tale character? Rapunzel. Out of time. Really good, confident answers and five answered, mate. So, well done. Yeah, awesome. We'll get Bronte out of the soundproof booth. Going to ask her the exact five questions. Same five questions in 30 seconds. Hello. You good to go? Good to go. Let's do it. Time starts now. On a film set, what is the name of the long pole that has a mic at the end of it? A boom. What story features Tiny Tim and Ebenezer Scrooge? A Christmas carol. What currency is used in Japan? Yen. True or false, your appendix is on the right side of your body. False. The Disney film Tangled tells the story of which long-haired fairy tale character? Rapunzel. That is five questions. Oh, that might be a record. Lansby. I can say. You both answered all five. Uh-oh, spaghetti And quite confidently as well, both oh, of you. Oh, no. Leash. One different. Oh, don't spoil it, Tom. How did we go? So, um, Mike on a film set is a boom. Both of you got that one correct. Tiny Tim and Ebenezer Scrooge are characters from A Christmas Carol. Both of you got that one correct. Uh, yen is the currency used in Japan. Both of you got that one correct. Oh, God. The appendix is on the right side of no! your body, which Tom got correct. Bronte said false. And Tangled features Rapunzel. Both of you got that one correct. So, Tom got a clean Ooh. sweep. <laughs> dinner, brother. You're out of the doghouse for one night at least. Oh, how good. Thank you. Out of the doghouse with one woman, but into it for another. With another. <laughs> He's not married to you. It doesn't matter. Well, I feel betrayed, Tom. It's okay. You'll still get cake tonight. Oh, thank you. That is not... <laughs> is that a promise? That is it's your birthday. <laughs> that is not a euphemism. No, no, no. Sure, no, sure. It, hey, it might be, Tom. Who knows? <laughs> got a boyfriend now. Oh, my God. Uh, anyway, this, this is going to territory we weren't expecting. Uh, Tom, you've taken it out, mate. The $200 cash all yours. Well done. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Have a great Friday. You Good too, on you. Tom. Bye, Tom. What a lovely man. And we'll rack up 50 bucks. We'll start afresh. Yeah, that's how I wanted on Monday. it to be, actually. I like to start the yeah, week fresh. Totally. Yeah. It's totally delivered. Totally. It would be untidy. <laughs> exactly. To have a jackpot carryover. I don't want that. Ew. What do we talk about all weekend? Whatever justifies it. Chatting random acts of kindness right now because do you remember last year we spoke about when my mum like had to basically ask a stranger for help for when she needed to like find something on her phone? Yeah. 
and how exposing Vaguely. it can be because you have to ask someone that you don't know was for it, help. It was an app or an something? An app, so? yeah, petrol oh, app, yeah, I think. It was like a tech, techie kind of thing yeah. mum needed help with. And luckily the woman who helped her was more than happy to do it and mum was really grateful for her help. I heard a story, though, from my friend Sevi where she tried to help someone recently and it completely backfired. Um, and so she works in a cafe and the woman who came in and ordered uh, ordered a long black, like a yep. hot long black, all coffee, boiling water. Mm. It's a hot drink. And so Sevi decided that she was going to double cup this That's long black. That's off, often what you'll say. Yes. Is the double cupping of a long black so you don't scald your, your fingerprints off your hands. Exactly. You might need <laughs> on, them on one the day. On the cup. That's right. And so Sevy decided she was going to double cup the cup, gave it to the customer who proceeded to tell her that she did not need two cups on her long black and that she didn't appreciate the fact that she was given two cups. She went full Karen. She was annoyed that Sevy tried to help her. And so it got me thinking, 131060, when did you try to help and it backfired? Oh, see, I reckon that too. Like, like often we'll tell a story on the radio and I think, oh, it's too big. Like mm. no one will call because they can't beat that. Yeah. But I reckon that like I reckon that one's beatable. Low ball, yeah. That's exactly. a low ball to start with. Mm-hmm. Like Maybe. people have done much bigger things yeah. and had much bigger reactions than just the coffee yeah. and the snippy response. You yes. know what I mean? And everyone has bad days. I'm sure that that is often the instance in these circumstances. But I still want to know, when did you try to help? And it completely backfired on you. <laughs> 13, 10, 60. Yeah. So I don't know. Like I, I haven't got a story, but my mind's going towards like, I don't know, like a kid drop something on the road, you got to pick it up, you yeah. get hit by the car. Yeah. You know? <laughs> That'll do it. That's a big one, though. That's a big one. Let's work our way back from there. We'll start at the coffee. I, we know the limit. I think we're aiming in the middle somewhere <laughs> between our two stories. I reckon. Middle is a great place to land for this one. Uh, 13, 10, 60. Reg has certainly got a story. Where Reg, when did you try to help someone, but it just totally backfired on you? Um, well, I was I was working in, in a pub at the time, and um, it was um, afternoon, um, and so the bar wasn't that full, um, but I had a, a couple of old fellas drinking and they just put their money up on the bar and you, yeah, when they, uh, their drink is empty, you, you pour them another one and take their money take off the, money. the bar. That's and, how you do it, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, I had a couple of fellas there and an, an older fella up the end, he was drinking rums. Mm. He was on about his third rum and it was back in those days, it was about uh, $3.60 for a rum and coke, so... He'd had a couple, and he only had three fifty on the bar. Oh, yeah. But I just took I just took that and put ten cents uh, out of the tip jar in the till. Good mm. man, um, that's great. Yeah. So with with that, uh, he promptly told me he didn't need my charity. Um, he started swearing at me and carrying on, and uh, and promptly walked out of the place. And I'm just happy I didn't wear the drink. He was that angry. Oh my god! What? A- what a joke! These days, even though this was a couple of years ago, that's yeah. that is. I mean, no wonder he was sitting at the bar alone, right? Yeah. Thanks for the story, brother. No worries at all. Have a good day. You too, Reg. Thirteen ten sixty. Nikki's here. When did being a good person, being helpful, backfire on you, Nikki? I am terrible at comforting people. My husband tells me I make the situation worse. Okay. <laughs> so if he's upset or something's going on, I'll like half hug him. 
pat him on the back and go, it's okay. Yeah. And it backfires and it's like, no, you're making the situation worse. Please go away. Oh, no. (laughs) You're like 99.9% of men Mm. when a female (laughs) colleague or friend or something, probably not a partner, cries. Yeah. Like if you cried I don't do well with crying. If you cried now, Bronte, I would be Nikki. I'll do it. I would stand two feet away, like a respectable distance, and like pat you on the back and be like, it's yeah, that's me. That's me. <laughs> Making situations worse. Uh, Tracy, when have you been helpful, but it completely backfired on you? Okay, so I was walking into Woolworths and was probably a little bit of being nice as well as my OCD was playing up pretty bad. Mm-hmm. This lady in front of me um, had a tag out on her dress. So I just walked up behind her and I'm like, oh, hey, darling, your tag is out. And I said, I'll help you put it back in. Yeah. He turned to me and said, I like my tags out. Oh, I feel like that would have been like an embarrassment thing, you know? Yeah. No, my response was, well, I'll put it back in then. So yeah, I did. Good. Yeah. No, good on you, Tracy. Good I don't like you, a tag tag either. Uh, Mercedes is here. When did you try to help someone but it backfired? Well, I was walking out of Coles and um, I bought a. I would just bought a few things and seen a homeless man, so I thought I'd give him a box of shapes that I had. Mm, that's and, nice. Um, yeah, yeah, no, but he got really, really angry and just rolled over and went back to sleep. Like, didn't even want them. So what? What shape flavor yeah. did well, you was, get? That was going to be my question. What flavor? Those chicken crumpy ones. No, nah, oh. barbecue all the way. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. pizza. I'd, I can I'd see. I'd yell maybe. at you as well. Bronte's 30 before 30. I feel like a runner at the end of a 42.1k marathon. I I feel like the guys who were there at the finish line having to catch the person. (laughs) With the water and the electrolytes? Yeah, who's like falling over, fainting, their legs are giving way from exhaustion. Yeah, it's it's been a big two and a half weeks. Uh, 30 things that I wanted to do before turning 30 today. And the fact that we managed to do it all, there were obviously a few substitutions, some changes to the list when we discovered things like you can't actually get arrested without getting arrested. Mm. But it was such a feat. And um, it's made what could have been possibly a bit of a scary prospect actually really fun. Really oh, that's, fun. That's a really good outcome. I never yeah. thought of it. It's um like that. You shouldn't be scared. It's, no, it's, it's a great decade ahead of you. And I'm I'm excited to leave my twenties behind. Your twenties, my the, I obviously learned a lot. It, it took me all around the country, and I met some incredible people. But oh, shucks. <laughs> Uh, that was absolutely before I came here. Right, cool, Let me just cool, absolutely yep, clarify. Uh, sweet. Twenty, the first twenty-eight years. Yep. Uh, no, it's just it's been um, a good good decade. I'm excited for the next one. Um, but I should say a huge thank you to you for coming along on this journey and helping me with things that I'm sure you probably didn't want to do, especially like the throwing the drink in the face, letting me drive your manual car. That was it, fun. There, there was a bit of a list of things I didn't want to be involved in, but no, hey, it's the least I could have done. It was, no. it was a pleasure to be part of it. I appreciate you, and I appreciate producer Alicia behind the scenes, Smithy, our boss, Zoe and Hannah in promo, as well as people around the office who chipped in with suggestions or people that they knew that could help. That's Saskia, Joe, Dylan, CK, Harry, Jerg, Janaya, Belinda, Sarah, and Brad, and also all the amazing people that I met when I would go out and do these things 
um, people at Lifeblood, Oswide First Aid, Brianna Jungle Avenue, Bailey at Pole Park, Scott SAS Boxing, Bailey NQ Potters, Missy Rivers, The Psychic, Hypnotist Matt Hale, Rebecca at Def Connect, and Sevi, Tarek, and Drew at Fresno. Thank you so Jeez, much for everyone's help. I really you, you appreciate got a, it. You got a hell of a Christmas card list. This right? Year, don't you? My gosh, that's that saving. Oh, uh, wow. <laughs> she did have a list there. Yeah, I know. Two lists. I list. thought we were going to have to wheel in the Oscars orchestra. Yeah. We're out of time then, Bronte. <laughs> no, good on you, mate. Thank you. Happy birthday. Thank Happy you. Happy birthday. You got it. That was the Cliffo and Bronte podcast. 